0: Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where once again we are going in-depth into one of Marvel's many great movies. This time, of course, into the Spider-Verse we go. I'm joined by my good friend and always co-host.
1: Hey, it's Josh Kennedy from Facebook. We're talking Spider-Verse 1, because Spider-Verse 2 is coming out tomorrow. Absolutely.
0: Uh, this is a fun one to jump into. We've got a lot of Spider-Man content out there already. Of course, um, Indeed. yesterday you guys could catch Ron talking about his feelings on the original trilogy, which is super interesting, and he does a great job of explaining sort of
1: what can his love is. To our Spider-Week that came out uh, the same time that the newest Spider-Man movie came out, No Way Home. Yep, we did a
0: lot of stuff on that. Although me and you didn't get to do too much stuff of our own as we were sort of asking others their opinions so that's true. we got to save ourselves to talk about into the spider-verse which is an interesting movie it's obviously unique in that it's animated but uh, but people yep. seem to love it i mean i've i've heard everything from the best animated movie of all time to the best
1: spider-man movie i was just gonna say that out there. there are some real hot takes on this movie because it was something different that the yep. audience wasn't used to seeing. And I think that's super important. And we're probably going to hit on that plenty throughout this episode. And yeah, uh, let's, I'm uh, excited to jump in.
0: Let's start right off the bat with the, uh, I think the most important part of the movie, the the elephant in the room, Well, Animation. Before you even watch this, were you a big animation guy? Did you watch, you know, I don't know cartoons definitely
1: well of course i watch cartoons my intro into superhero stuff was the batman animated series and uh that turned into other animated shows i really liked like the 1980s x-men cartoon was sweet we had a handful of episodes of the animated spider-man show on vhs that we wore down to nothing including the crossover with daredevil which to this day remains some of my uh Favorite animated episodes of uh, any medium. So, uh, animation goes back quite a ways, and I'll say that this one is uh, is great. Does I it, really, really like this movie. It's easy top ten animated movie for me.
0: Do you still do you still watch animated movies? Like when you have you know, do you have any shows or movies you still get into? I know I still watch the DC stuff
1: all the time. Yep, that's a big one uh, because I have HBO Max. I'm up on that one all the time. Lots of animated goodness there. Uh, outside of that, I'm not not really huge on uh, animated stuff anymore. I used to be. I'll still occasionally throw on a cart, or uh, you know, I've seen some of the more recent Pixar things, but not all of them.
0: Yeah, we got we lost you a little bit there, a little in and out, but that's all right. Um, if you guys didn't hear what he said. He loves the animation, and I do too. I think that might be a unique experience between us that not everyone going into this movie was a big animated person. A lot of them are just Spider-Man fans. They heard this was good. It had great word of mouth. So it drove people to the theater
1: yeah um the cast wasn't really a selling point for people but then it ended up like you you actually look at who was in it and you're like man there are a lot of famous people here it's kind of insane who they got here.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that like you didn't I I don't remember knowing going into the movie but like yeah, me once either. it started getting word of mouth people were like oh dude it's got this person it's got this person which is so funny but it it's such a way to sell animated stuff animated things to the normal People, I guess you'd say, to to the mainstream. If you just start listing off famous people, for some reason that hooks. That hooks yeah, people.
1: I don't, I don't really get it. But then I also, I'm I'm also the type of person that really enjoys it when I find out that someone is, that I know is in an animated feature. I mean, like, look at
0: Mario. Look at the most recent Mario.
1: Like,
0: it's a big deal that like Chris Pratt is Mario. It's like it's a big deal that Jack Black is Bowser. Like, people love that. It's a reason why that movie made so much money
1: yeah i mean that's a that's definitely a big part of it plus mario is just one of the biggest ips in the universe but it uh yeah the the celebrity cast definitely helped
0: yep and this movie did it uh just the same so yeah outside of animation which we could we'll nerd out about the specific type of animation later but i just wanted to get your head on that the cast being probably the second biggest selling point i'm gonna list off some cast members tell me if you remember that they were in the movie. And then if you recognize them from something. All right. I'll just say what people. I recognize them from. There you go. That's probably yeah, exactly. Shamik Moore, did you know who who played Miles before this? have you heard him or anything else? Nope.
1: He's one of the few cast members I had not heard of, nor uh anything like that. I just uh was not familiar with his work.
0: I had known about dope, which
1: I I knew had was like a heard big heard of dope.
0: Yeah, I actually did never watch it, but I knew it was big and the it was winning awards and it was in all the Oscar talk. But I never watched it, so I knew that this kid existed because when they were talking about it, they were like, "He's the guy from Dope," and I'm like I haven't watched it.
1: Um, since then, I've
0: watched Let It Snow, which is like a Netflix like Christmas special.
1: I like. Oh, it I have seen that. that, but I guess I didn't. I didn't realize he was in it. I mean, I I, I mean, the name value of being in Spider Verse, like I, I don't know. I just, it yeah. just didn't register.
0: You wouldn't recognize his face. I think that's probably true for most people. Let's keep going. Uh Jake Johnson is the uh the fat Peter Parker.
1: Peter B. Parker, yes. Uh, he's New Girl, right? New girl, exactly. Love that guy. Which I hey. haven't watched New Girl personally, but I've heard it's one of the greatest shows. So I'll go. It's definitely it funny. It. It's
0: definitely for our generation too. It's like that delayed childhood keeping keeping the childhood life going. Yep. Which is fun. Uh Haley Steinfeld obviously is Gwen
1: uh Kate Bishop. Bumblebee you know, a bunch of other things pop dating, star
0: dating Josh Allen obviously probably the no. is
1: That's, she actually dating Josh Allen no I think I heard that
0: yeah she is I did see it somewhere it was like it's so funny that we like sports but movie stars are much more famous than
1: sports athletes so oh yeah she She's makes to, a lot more money than him which is kind of insane considering he's a really good football player but also whatever it's fine Marshawn, mm-hmm. really yep. Mr. Blade himself. Also, uh, I knew him as Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. God, he's so good as Cottonmouth. Um, yeah, Blade. We'll see if they're
0: going. But yeah, he's, he's Uncle Aaron. He plays it well. This one is one I actually am learning right now on the spot. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who we just saw in The Eternals. I didn't know oh, that he was um,
1: the dad. He's a, I didn't know he was the dad either, but he's in... Uh, oh, man. The freaking... Donald Glover show, but it said, is it just called Oh my God. I I'm watched it. Al- Atlanta. Atlanta. Thank you. I was like, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> what is the name of this show?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's close. Pretty much Atlanta is is Georgia. The rest of Georgia is nothing. No one cares about it. That's true. Uh, yeah. So he's great. I don't know who Lily Tomlin is who plays Aunt May, but I recognize... Lily Tomlin's
1: very famous. Um, I can't name a single thing she's ever done, but I know the name is uh very big, it's been around a while.
0: All right. I believe you. Uh we've got Zoe Kravitz.
1: Magic oh, magic school bus. That so oh, was my wife. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Miss Frizzle. That's good. I like cool. that. Um, uh, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, of course. Yep. Uh, uh Catwoman. Uh, she's also in Fantastic Beasts and X-Men First Class and
0: a bunch of other things. Yeah, she definitely is is a newer famous. Well, I mean, yes. she was famous because of who she is, but
1: well, because of her parents. I mean, she's but, like yeah. famous yeah. adjacent and then she became famous all around famous herself.
0: Yeah. But here's the here's the fun ones. I mean, John Mulaney is in this.
1: Ooh, love that guy. One of my one of my favorite comedians. Spider-Ham. His new special was like, okay. But Yeah, it's a little weird, very funny. funny.
0: But I like him. Uh Nicolas Cage
1: was great. Spider-Man Noir.
0: spider Noir.
1: Rumor is there might be doing a live-action TV series starring Nick Cage for Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, so good.
0: And then Catherine Hahn and Le- and Leif Shriver are both... Uh,
1: Fun fact, uh, first thing I ever saw her in was Step Brothers, and she is super messed up in that movie. <laughs> yeah. She's done a lot of things since that. then, but that's what I first saw her. That's in. definitely what I think of when I think of her.
0: Uh, my favorite one, though, is, is Chris Pine. Like, I did not expect that when I went into the movie. I said, wait. Chris Chris Pine's Pines a random pole. And he's, he's in, like, a good chunk of it. Like, the whole first act, there's a lot of... A lot of him. There's a lot of the regular Peter Parker. A lot more than I remembered. So, yeah. Super fun cast. A lot of just interesting, their voices. And they all do a good job. It's all fun. Like, I think everyone likes all those characters. Is there a... Is there anyone you think that, that knocked it out of the park the best? Uh you
1: didn't say Leaf Schreiber's Kingpin, much. Well, I, uh, I did I mentioned him briefly, but I agree oh, with it. Catherine Hahn. It's fine. Oh, okay. Well I didn't catch that. I, I like him. He's great. He's uh Ray Donovan, also Sabretooth. So Yep. Shout he out is, to that guy. He's, he's dope. He's awesome. All right.
0: Well that's good. That's I think that's an awesome cast, and the cast is a big part of why people love it. I think it's just fun to if you if you haven't thought about it in a while, you realize there's just so many like legitimately
1: uh, they, famous people. Did I miss you saying Oscar Isaac, even though he's a tiny role? Because he's going to be huge he, in the next one. He's going to be huge in the next one. It is cool that he has that post credit scene. Yep.
0: I was excited for it. I yeah, didn't actually go. recognize the voice in the moment, um, but I read about it 30 seconds later. So Right, exactly. Definitely, definitely was interesting. But, yeah, let's jump into the movie then. Let's see what, uh, what we remember, what we took away from it. Obviously, I think the plot itself just often gets overlooked because people just love... The feel
1: of the movie—it's like, was. yeah, the chaotic animation, very comic booky, different overlays. It's just, it's, it's a feat in and of itself. Not that I would like even know the technicalities of all this stuff, but I know that the animation itself is not easy to make, and this is just stacking animation on animation, and it's, yeah. it's unreal. And I'm really excited to see what they do in this new one because this, this was uh crazy to watch. It had like pop art looking stuff from comic books, and I yeah couldn't say enough good things about the animation of this of this film but yeah the plot is also awesome i previously didn't have that much exposure to miles morales i feel like that's the case for most people maybe not everyone there's the comic book geek that knows him from things but this was kind of like the tipping point for that character and now he's coming up on popularity for like this is like he's like a new generation like the next generation's Peter Parker in a way, even though Peter Parker still is a mainstay for a lot of people. For the most part, when you think of Peter Parker, you think of the adult or the college age kid at this point, because we've seen him in so many mediums. So Miles is now taking up the mantle of like the, the young Spider-Man and it's a completely different um, culture that he's from different family dynamics. And uh, obviously the, the multiverse hop and stuff makes him uh, super interesting. And he interacts with a lot of other, Young Avengers and things in the comic books, so that this, this character, he's he's going on a rocket ship, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and that's so yeah. I mean, the movie itself sort of has a similar arc to it, right? He he meets the original Spider-Man, sort of yep. Peter, on um, by accident. He like he goes down to to show out and like he spray paints There's a lot of spray. Yeah, paint he movie. tags a lot,
1: which is cool. Um, yeah, and the the sewer scene where he gets bit by the spider is a whole different thing. It, it's just all. You can't. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely interesting because
0: awesome <laughs> they, yeah, it's it's totally different. It's not the whole, it's not the origin we know, except that it is because he still gets bit by a spider, but it's like a, it's not a radioactive spider. It's like a weird multiversal spider. It's like glitching. It's yeah,
1: weird. looks cool for sure. Um, um, yeah, and like the uncle being the prowler, that's a that's a pillar of that character. It's the fact that that was not the main. Plot, but it was definitely very prominent throughout the film. I was I was super into that as well. A lot of good stuff.
0: A lot of good stuff going on. I think, yeah. Let's 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 talk back to the beginning because I think I really like all the different Spider-Man. So I want to hit on him. Chris Chris Pine Spider-Man is is very classic. He's very Blondie
1: Spider-Man. He's very
0: charming. He's very fun. He obviously cares a lot, Um, but unfortunately he gets put right down right in front of Miles, which is interesting that like. Because I think as we meet every Spider-Man, they all got a different tragic backstory.
1: It is super interesting that you would choose to kill a character as big as Peter Parker. Obviously, there are multiple Peter Parkers in this film, but to kick it off with the death of Spider-Man it was uh it was definitely an interesting decision, and it paid off. Gangbusters.
0: It was, it was kind of I was kind of bummed about it because I liked him, so I was I was sad. I was sad to see him go, but I I liked that it forced Miles into a spotlight that was immediately um thrown into all gears because Gwen shows up out of nowhere Peter B Parker sort of shows up out of nowhere yep because they're all being forced into this thing the, the overarching plot is that like Kingpin's doing some sort of he's trying to save Politer his family thing.
1: yep he's trying to save his wife and son um I'm... You can't, <sighs> Wait, did they you die can't or mess did mess mess they with they? the multiverse yeah, they, died. they
0: died in his universe and he's trying okay. to go.
1: I wasn't sure if it was that or if they completely like disowned him. I couldn't remember which one it was, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's definitely a death. The new,
0: the new family disowns him
1: because they see what on.
0: It's very similar to just a ton of these movies, right? It's very similar to Wanda, really, in Doctor Strange, where it's so it does that. You can't, you can't really change fate. That's you know, it's interesting enough because, like you said, it's got the prowler. I think that's the more interesting part. But we see all the different villains. We see a different version of. Of, you know, Doc Ock is the wife, which is interesting. Oh,
1: yeah. um Octavia instead of uh the, yeah. the, the the one that we know. We see the
0: Green Goblin where he's more of the monster version, which I think was the right call because having the actual Green Goblin be a secondary villain never works. But having this the monster
1: one sort of Having does. this monstrous Green Goblin. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess I hadn't really thought about that in depth but you're right Goblin's such a huge villain that he would have taken the focus away from kind of the plot here if it would have been your Willem Dafoe type of Green Goblin.
0: But but not just the Spider-Man plot, there's also the plot of Miles um, and like we said a lot of the reason people like this not that we would know but a lot of the reason other people like this is it is a different culture. It's It shows off a, a black family, it's a dad that's you know a little protective but trying to have fun, it's a
1: it's a mom who is, you know, the thing American. that still confuses me just a tad is if it's his actual dad or his stepdad, because he he has his mother's last name. It's uh, Officer Davis. And then um, his, his mom is the one with Morales last name. And I think I don't know if they specified in the in the film, but in the comics, I'm like eighty five percent sure that the cop is his stepdad. Yeah, is... I think so. I think so too. You are right. I don't think they do specify it in this. They might have like a throwaway line at some point, but it Mario. seems like
0: he's been around for a long time, which is similar to the comic. He's it's not like a new stepdad. Um, at least not in this movie, it's not. Right. He's definitely been around for a while. He's got the mother, so it's it's an interesting dynamic. You know, because he he obviously loves his family. He's not trying to be a jerk about anything. But he's becoming Spider Man. He's meeting a girl. He's also trying to do this fancy school. So it's it's classic Spider-Man stuff, just with a different twist and a different flavor instead of instead of old uncles and aunts who like
1: Die. they're never really you know what I mean? <laughs> like
0: Aunt Aunt May never is a dynamic other than he needs to protect Aunt May because she's too yep. old to really do anything. But this is like an act, these are active parents who like so it creates a little different dynamic for him, which I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean um, no, he, as much as Aunt May took care of Peter growing up, like you're right. It's it's more of like you're you're gonna have a closer relationship with your parents for sure over I mean, an it's, aunt.
0: It's, it's a different one. Like your aunt, you can sneak out whenever you want. She's she's old, you can do whatever you want. She's just is gonna be there when you get home. She right. doesn't understand technology. This one, like dad catches him tagging streets and stickers and stuff, like Yep, there's there's a little more active confrontation going on with his parents, which I think is interesting. I think the the whole Gwen thing showing up is is interesting because I remember there's that they have
1: a little. Well, let's scene. talk. Let's let's you know kind of talk about that a little bit. The the Spider Gwen of it all, like making that the one of the main characters. How do you feel about that? Because that character itself is relatively new. Gwen Stacy isn't, but her transforming into spider Gwen and this whole like reinvention of the character. I think it was just so smart the way they handled it. And I, I she's a highlight of the film without a doubt.
0: No, they, I mean, yeah, they come off. She comes off as this, like, Oh, I'm super cool. Like she comes off as the hot chick. who's too cool for everybody. But like, right. you know, he's trying to, to slide. It's all very interesting, but they, she also like can sort of tell that he's a Spider-Man she eventually figures it out. So right. It's interesting, and then his whole now she's the one teaching him how to be Spider Man is interesting, along with uh, the other Spider Man who shows up, Peter. But yeah, their whole dynamic's great. I think that's why people are excited about the second one so much, is because well, they even, want to see to that romance
1: bud into a into a true like relationship type of thing. Because everybody loves the meet cute teenage romance thing as like a plot device. It'll be fun for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be really exciting. I think it's, it's probably the best relationship. I really like him and and the other Peter too, though. I think that's really fun. Yeah, I think will disappoint me in this next one coming up because it seems like yeah,
1: I feel like they're getting away from that a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I like the amount of Spider-Man in this one. I feel like the next film might they're going to have to nail it because it sounds like there's just a hundred different versions of Spider-Man easy. And obviously some are just going to be little cameos, but I loved the, you know, the core team of spider themed heroes that they had for this film.
0: Yeah. And not, not all of them get enough of a background. Peter B. Parker gets to be the, the sort of next, the main, yeah. The, the next one besides him and probably Gwen, maybe even more than Gwen. He might have more screen time than Gwen. I'd have to look.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think
0: Gwen is more, but it's I think
1: probably pretty close.
0: Jake Johnson's such perfect casting. If you watch New Girl, it's exactly what his character is in New Girl. He's this sort of like man child who isn't quite grown up. You know, he's a nice guy, but he just doesn't quite ever do it. And
1: yeah, I, I his tragic backstory was so nice too. The way they ma- nailed that, I was like, let's go, dude. I'm into that. I mean, not tragic, I guess, you know, heartbreaking, whatever way right. you want to look at it. But it's, it's pretty, it's, rough he's going through a breakup eating fast food wearing sweatpants over a spider-man costume like it's all very funny stuff
0: yeah exactly like like his mj is still alive he just you know he messed up majorly, messed up majorly. and it's, it, but it shows it shows the different paths you can go it's tough out there man but yeah the other spider-men are all great like i said we said they're also funny spider ham is really funny spider noir i think is is cool but a very interesting
1: decisions I think is what makes it fun.
0: They didn't just pick like a bunch of Peters that had like a little bit of difference. They did that.
1: Oh, like with... so drastically. To, yeah. Like uh what's the robot's name? That was another one. <laughs> yeah. Penny in the... the robot. <laughs> yeah. She's great. Like she's not even a Spider-Man. She just like has a suit. Yep. It's so
0: good. Yeah, she can. <laughs> it's so funny to me that
1: they, they hit on that the that. anime,
0: anime inspirations. So, but I mean, we're going to see all that stuff that you said in the next one, but you're right. I don't know that we'll ever get to spend as much time with individual ones like we did in this one, but maybe we will. I don't know. I like it. That's one of the things I really like about the movie is all these movies. I mean, Magnificent Seven is one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, it's a fun one. But it's just, I love those team-ups, you know, because you don't have to completely explain a character you sort of just get to leave it mysterious and vague well that's why crossover
1: comic books are so popular because you can have just like a big name like have you know ghost rider show up in a wolverine comic book and you don't need to spend three pages explaining who ghost rider is and why he's there you can have like two panels that explains why he's there and then boom there's a team up comic and it's awesome yep
0: i like it It makes it fun it makes it interesting the same thing with all the villains Like we said we we get a little bit of back at I mean I remember Doc Ock, whatever you I don't the Octavia or whatever her name is. Oh, I still Doc She's Ock. Doc Ock. Like it does give a little bit of explanation to how she became the Doc Ock instead of the one, but you don't really care. You sort of just exist. Um but I think it's cool. It does that for all of them, really. It does it for obviously it does it for Kingpin, we hear his backstory and all that stuff. So they do a great job with the time they have. I don't know how long this movie is, but it sure feels like they pack a lot into it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, some of the fun stuff is just like when he, oh man, the funeral or not the the, uh, the graveyard scene where he ends up going smashing around the city with <laughs> unconscious Peter B Parker or whatever it was like, hilarious stuff. It was hijinks ensued and it was great to watch. I'm just starting to think of some of my favorite parts of the movie and that was uh that was definitely a highlight.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of I- people are going to talk about the Prowler reveal and yeah. It's an, I, to me that didn't. I mean, that spoke to me none. I don't know. Did it speak to you at all? It's
1: well, not. Just um, movie. it was. I, I guess because I don't know. Like I, I like that relationship. I like how he, he looks up to his uncle so much, and he sees him as a bit of a hero. And then that that image is shattered, and it turns out he's actually not a very good person. That's a, I don't know. That's that type of family drama is always. Uh, it's a, it's a plot device, but I I really dig it because it it feels oh, like it eats at you more than. Uh, just a silly little thing like, yeah, this guy's a villain because he's a villain. Doc Ock is a monster, so therefore he's an evil monster. That's you know easy to put away, but you know the uncle, he's a villain because that was his profession, type of thing. Where he, this is how he makes his living. He has to work for these guys that he doesn't necessarily agree with and do things that are certainly against the law. And I, I don't know. I I find the Prowler interesting, but that but begs I'm- the point how do you feel about the use of the rogues gallery in this movie? Cause there's a lot of them. We had different versions of a lot of, you know, little cameos of different people too. Did it yeah. feel like a good use? Do, do you wish they could have hit more on others? I mean, obviously we're going to see some new guys in the next one and I'm excited for that, but
0: I think for the most part, all of them, except for Kingpin and Prowler sort of feel cartoonish in a way. Right. Like right. I know there's like the scorpion, Gets like hit with like a cartoon mallet at one point, which is funny. Like, but like that's sort uh-huh. of how they all feel. That the henchmen come in, they fight, they sort of get beat up by all the other Spider Men. It's like okay, they they don't feel like they're that threatening. I think it's definitely Kingpin and Prowler who are like the threatening ones.
1: Yeah, which it, is good. It, it's fine. yeah, it's it's cool. It, it was a Sinister Six version, and it was it was cool to watch. But you're right, like it, none of them felt like they had the weight of their true characters for the most part. It's just like, it felt like an episode of a, you know, a cartoon. (laughs) Like this guy is the villain of the week and he's going with a group of guys and he's attacking the base. You don't need anything much beyond that. And then you got your team mainstays.
0: Yep. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the the MA Like this, the whole, the main like weird multiverse stuff, right? I'm not a big multiverse guy. Kind of like you're not a big space guy. Like multiverse usually just annoys me because it the rules are always just vague and weird.
1: I know, but sometimes it no makes difference. me so happy when it's done correctly. Like this is a little, you know, side tangent, but the new like the newest issue of Batman, they did this thing where he went to all the different versions of Batman through like a multiverse hopping. So it was Batman. In the animated series, he showed up in like the the art style of the comic book changed depending on what universe he was in. And that's the type of stuff I love. Like, even if it's just yeah. a quick scene, like it had Adam West Batman, it had the Arkham Batman, it had uh dark Knight returns, Batman, and all these things that were just super crossovers. And that's, it's just a perfect, it, it's an example of like, if you do it right, it's awesome. If you do it wrong, it's just kind of like stupid. It feels low stakes. I think that's, that's the problem with multiverses. And I think everyone kind of needs to acknowledge that. Like, Any character, you can just bring in a different version of them, and that that takes the stakes away from most things. So that's why I'm firmly on the side of, like, maybe not firmly. I'm on the side of, like, maybe you shouldn't do multiverse, but they already are. So I mean,
0: there's definitely lots of multiverse. I mean, think about the MCU itself, right? Right. It There's been so many multiverses that have just been destroyed, apparently. There's the one Doctor Strange did. Apparently, Kang is conquered and destroyed so many like multiverses like that's
1: it does it feels empty it's an infinite number of lives and yep. so
0: you just like don't care well i mean you've worked on an entire multiverse and you've done that a bunch of times just so many lives i mean you, you you latch onto the the main one a little bit but it does cheap this one doesn't really do that it's more like the multiverse is like exploding out of this into this world i guess i'm curious it's how you're weird. gonna
1: like this new film because this one is it's instead of into the spider-verse it is across the spider-verse right. we're gonna be but jumping i think, I think different like more. places i do okay. think
0: i agree with you i like it better when you go to universes instead of universes come to you which is yeah. fun which is
1: interesting that like, is way cooler because then it's it, it doesn't feel like oh reed richards is dead in this multi like the the illuminati the way they did that in the multiverse of madness while it was cool watching mo like Wanda mowed down an entire group of superhumans. It felt low stakes and unimportant because we weren't going to stay in that universe anyway. I do hope, like you said, I actually
0: hope they do different art styles in different universes. Because here's the thing I understand that people love this art style. It's not my style of art style. I'm not the whole, the whole graffiti sort of feel to it just isn't for me. And it's sort of, as the movie goes on, I I get used to it. They do a lot of creative things with it, which is what I think is cool. Like you said, they flip panels, they like do speech bubbles, they do interesting things. So I like that part of it. But the actual looking at it from moment to moment just isn't my style. It's a little too it's a little too stylized
1: for me. So I yeah, I, I get I see- it. I'm on I'm, I'm on the opposite side because I'm like the, the comic book guy, the comic book nerd that's reading comics all the time. So I'm like, oh yeah, they really translated this to like a cool looking animation for this film. And that's that obviously I already talked about how much I love that, but you're, you're right though. it can seem over stylized at points. So man, I don't know across the multiverse or yeah. Oh, maybe we'll just get a black and white steamboat. Willy looking <laughs> Spider-Man. Universe. Yeah. I think
0: that'd be really funny. I think, I mean, really it'd be cool, but yeah, I mean, the, the plots happening, the multiverse is like going out into this world and it, other Spider Men are coming to save it at the same time. It's, I don't quite understand that part, but
1: you don't have they to. Gotta, they
0: got to, they got to stop Kingpin. He's got a big, hydron collider that's yep. messing up the multiverse. Big Wilson highlight
1: cuts. of this film, not to do with the like the soundtrack was unreal. <laughs> I just want to point that out. The whole album is fantastic, about the the sunflower song. With Pulse Malone and Swalee, that, that thing went crazy and it was played all over the radio, and kids were obsessed with it. And it's, it yeah. sounds like this next one's gonna have a really good soundtrack too, and I'm excited for that. Some Metro little, Boom and stuff. Yeah. Little what's,
0: little what's Up Danger? That's a cool
1: scene. Ooh, yeah. Like, what's I, Up I Danger? Mean, oh, that is it. one of the coolest scenes of the whole film or the whole movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's sick. It's little, and, then that, and that scene is just all style. It's just like we've seen the whole Spider Man on the side of a building thing. We're doing animation so we can do something even cooler. And they did. They did it really cool. It was awesome. It looked cool. It was fun to watch.
1: It I think was, that's that's something gets. that Sony's doing right, which feels weird to say because Sony rarely does things right with their film properties. But they chose to turn everything up to 11 because they knew they could. Like, Yeah you can translate a lot of live, all pretty much all live action films into animation pretty seamlessly and switch it up a little bit. But if you tried to do this exact type of film, but in live action, you would be hurting with how much money that I have to spend on CGI and just different things like that. So they, they really take advantage. Like I'm glad it's not just a simple animated movie that you wish you could have seen in live action. Instead, it is an animated movie that I look forward to, because it is animated, which is a little bit different than how I feel about a lot of things. Cause you know, I'm a live action simp most of the time. All right. Let's talk about it for just a second. Is this movie just
0: Spider-Man homecoming, Spider-Man back home, no way home,
1: which no one? Oh, no way, no way home is the, okay. That's the newest one. Yeah, now is it,
0: isn't it though? It's
1: isn't similar. It's, I mean,
0: mean, technically, No Way Home would be just this. I think No Way Home is this movie. It's the same idea.
1: Well, I... I, Something is destroying the multiverse. How much longer before No Way Home did Spider-Verse come out? I don't recall. Three years? Okay, so three years. It could have had some bearing on that movie getting greenlit because they realized that the multiverse thing could be really cool. I think it was always on the top of everyone's mind, but you're right that it probably did inspire a lot. I can't completely compare the two though, because the live action, no way home. It had five films of history with two different actors and just all that baggage that came with it and translated into the MCU as a broader form. And on the other end of things, this animated movie did all new things and then just kind of took the knowledge of Spider-Man in general and used it to its advantage. And then kind of flipped and turned it a little bit. It was cool,
0: right? I mean, that's. I mean, that's. I think this is the point. If the MCU version was just two Spider Men that we didn't know, and it was like, oh, here's an alternative Spider Man played by Jake Johnson, and you know, Liam Hemsworth, like, and we didn't know them. I don't know that we would love that movie that much. It
1: would have been dumb no it it's,
0: it's very basic it's like i tell you it's it's you're missing
1: on the nostalgia if you did it with that film and the nostalgia yeah. it gets at least 20 percent, and that's being conservative of the reason why that movie was so successful whereas spider-verse
0: there is no nostalgia there's there. no it's nostalgia
1: you just know what spider-man is that's that's um, really what your knowledge is and your spider-man that everybody knows isn't even the main character and i think that makes it awesome
0: yeah that's exactly right that's That's sort of the point I'm making is Spider-Verse is able to do what No Way Home did without the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Which I think no matter how much you love No Way Home, I love No Way Home, it's it's all nostalgia. Even the villains are nostalgia. Yep. Everything about it is like nostalgia. And Spider-Verse was able to be just as good, just as fun to watch without any of that, which is I think is a pretty cool accomplishment.
1: Yeah, huge accomplishments. I mean, it got its it got its flowers. It got it won a bunch of awards. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a very very popular movie and that's why the saga film got a huge budget and got greenlit very very fast. So you had I guess and what, this is Sony on Rotten Tomatoes. If you had to guess. The the first one? Yeah, and it's better. Oh, I kind of
0: saw it earlier. I think it's like 94. It's 97%.
1: Okay. It's 90, yeah,
0: I, 93 by the audience, but like
1: that's that yeah, critics, I saw that score earlier. The critics of ninety seven percent. That's that's unheard of. That's unheard of. That's like
0: crazily interesting. Um things about this movie that I think get lost the time is that it's pretty funny. Uh-huh. It's got some funny like kid stuff, like little funny like jokes about him being a child and is he in his room doing something all teenage boys do or is he doing something else there's
1: some there's some funny stuff like that that's true i mean that's you know that's it seems like a a running gag for spider-man all the time it's just aunt may's coming in the room what's he doing comes in and he's shirtless with his buddy ned what was that all about and she just kind of rolls past it but it is it is very funny still and it has different a different different comedic beat than what we've seen in a lot of things I think it was just it. it it's a it's very much a brand of its own. And yeah, I'm into it.
0: No, so just you know, I think if you if you think about this movie, don't forget that it's funny. Watch it again sometime, which we didn't do. We should have done. Um, we
1: should have. Well, it's not streaming movies. anywhere. That's the problem. So you know, no. if you want us to watch it, uh, stream it somewhere, and then we can uh, we can definitely rewatch it. But you and I have both seen it. Like I can personally say, I've seen it four times. I think I've seen it four. I times. I think I've seen it three times.
0: It's interesting. Um, Stanley cameo is okay. I think it's it's a, it's a basic one, but it's a good one because it has the moment.
1: Yeah, his uh, I
0: his
1: yeah, last it's, one, it's yeah. iconic though. <laughs> the fact that he's like, yeah, it'll it'll all fit you eventually, and it shows the no refund side. I'm like, nice. Yeah, it is funny. Is it,
0: it's, it's his last one, right?
1: Am I his last cameo period? I don't. More think so enough. i think you're right that it is the last marvel cameo though but then there was a couple that he did like posthumous i don't i don't yeah. know maybe Sam it was the Lee's first the hard one, one after that maybe it was the first one after he died i think i think that's I think that what that it was be, because I mean, everyone got super bummed out when he showed up <laughs> they're like oh no <laughs> that's our man yeah that's what it was but yeah i remember that hurting a little bit more with that cameo now <laughs> all around i think this is a good
0: movie i think it's it's hard to go in depth with because I think the stuff that is deep just aren't things that connect me. First of all, I'm not a young teenager anymore. I don't really remember what it was like to be a teenager that much. I didn't. I didn't go to a fancy school. I didn't. You know, I was white. There's not a lot of things. That are gonna connect to me that way. We don't connect to the on. main
1: character as much as a lot of people, though. That's why uh, originally I tried to uh, Noah was gonna try and jump on this one, and Miles is Noah's like favorite comic book character. Period. And we'll try and get him on at least for maybe the full review of the second one because he's gonna have a lot to say, <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's, he's he's he'll be uh, he's he's definitely more of an expert on uh, what it means to be a character like Miles than we are. But I think that's to me, this makes it an interesting because this is one of the higher rated movies
0: I would have that when I think about it, I can't think of a reason I like it other than that I
1: just like it. You know, it, what I mean? it does have that vibe a little bit. Yeah, it's not. It, there's like there's nothing. It's just a good time. Like you're yeah. there. It's just it's eye candy. It is well written. It's got humor. It's it's everything you could possibly want from an animated movie. And I, I really, really hope they can follow it up with at least something like, I don't, I don't think it's going to get another 97. I'll just be completely honest, but if it gets like a nice 85, I'm still down for it. Like it's going to be sweet. And I'm, I'm very, very excited to uh, see that play out tomorrow. We'll be doing our spoiler free review. That'll come out on Thursday and then a full review on Friday. Hope you guys are looking forward to that. And, uh, Got some more stuff going on this month that uh, I'm sure everyone's excited for, but the the most important thing is we're getting another uh, junior Marvel stuff host hopefully in in the beginning uh, June here, right there, Coach.
0: Yeah, well, you know,
1: might be later like, June. He's
0: not going to be here in time to watch Spider Verse, but that's uh, true. That's true. He's also probably going to be a big dumb baby that doesn't know what's going on anyway. So yeah that's just the way babies are they're dumb i don't know what to tell you that's
1: i do know uh are. my wife was pregnant with uh, my daughter when no way home came out and she was kicking the crap out of her while the action scenes were going on so it's how we knew we had a spider fan so there maybe you'll go. have to <laughs> have to have jenny watch it too
0: that's how we like it um yeah it's exciting this is exciting a lot of Marvel stuff finally is, is coming down the pipe. We're excited to talk about movies. This is what oh,
1: Secret look. Invasion coming soon. Yeah, this is the uh, it's summertime, baby. It's feeling warm, or we're, we're drinking, having fun with the with the boys, and we're gonna have gonna some good boys. content.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully, this is a a fun look at just have fun the the Oh, the
1: one last note: we haven't recorded together since uh, the poll went through, and Coach A. Let me uh, pull up the actual results. You did, in am fact, funny? you're considered still funny. I'm trying. I am I'm, funny. Okay. You are like still here. considered funny. Let me find the percentage because it was, it was, it was a little better than I was expecting.
0: Everyone who voted that it's not funny is wrong. In okay. You got
1: 62 percent of our audience said that the joke is still funny.
0: Yeah. See. You guys.
1: Uh, I mean, twenty-three percent said it was never funny, but we'll we'll leave Those that alone.
0: People were wrong. A Bunch of haters out there. I get it. You guys are a yep. bunch of haters.
1: But yes, uh the poll the poll don't lie. So you can continue to make your condition. I don't even I don't think you made the joke to start this one out. No, nah, I never do on Marvelous steps but that's yeah
0: okay. Yeah, well. All right, friends. We love you. Try to try have fun this week, but just not too much fun without us. But just not too much fun without us.
1: I tried to hit end and I didn't end. And yeah, no, I did though. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.